Well, Jack, we want to welcome you to the radio broadcast this morning. Jack is our education coordinator, and it's always a pleasure to have you on, Jack. So welcome to the broadcast. Thanks, Reverend Kaiser. Glad to be here. So, Jack, let's talk a little bit about, um, number one, you've been here for 29 years, and uh, you've had some really very important responsibilities in what you oversee. Why don't we talk a little bit about education coordinator and how that has changed over the years. Sure. So when I first uh, started, we uh, had kind of networked with a group uh, called ILS, and we basically purchased their program, and it was a a set curriculum and and things like that. And we just felt the need that after the years, we had to stay up with uh, with the current times. And so we got away from that, and basically the Learning Center operates now It's all online tutorial-based programs, and we really focus on the office package. Uh, So we go over Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Access, which are very critical in any, really in any line of work. Uh, If you figure, if let's say you're working in shipping and receiving, you would do some type of a Excel uh, type of a program. It might be something different, something specific, but it's some type of a program like that or a database program like uh, Access. So we, we utilize those. Everyone uses Word, which is a word processor. Our men and women that participated in the Learning Center, they have to uh, do a resume. Where do you do a resume on in, in Microsoft Word? So they're really getting the understanding and uh, the knowledge of that Microsoft Office suite. We also have, um, for those that come without a high school diploma or a GED, we can prepare them to take their GED test. However, the the GED test, since they changed uh, the format, and this was probably, I want to say three or four years ago, it is just extremely tough. The math section on that uh, GED test, uh, extremely uh, difficult. Matter of fact, our, the last two gentlemen, and I don't even, you know, time starts to just kind of come together. Yes. Uh, you lose track of years and that. But the last two gentlemen that uh, actually got their GEDs, my son actually came in and tutored them in math. Um, so it, it's really tough. So, But we also have now that we can do credit recovery, and that's through the uh, 20, it's called a 22-plus high school diploma program. There are some requirements that, uh, that each uh, candidate must meet in order to qualify for that, but we've had tremendous success with that. Uh, just this past, or actually probably the last couple months, we've had two that actually received their high school diploma, and uh, they received that from here. Uh, we're, we happen, the Haven happens to sit in the North High School school district, yes. so they would actually graduate from North High School. But you know what? Whether it's North High School, a high school that they, it's a high school diploma. Yes. You know they completed. So we're very thankful uh, for that opportunity, and uh, just you know when when that man or that woman receives that diploma, the look on their face just says it all. And you know what? Praise God for that. Yep. Well, you know, I going back 29 years, your education center where it's at now was not always there. No, that's correct. So it used to be upstairs on a resident level where, you know, I think of it now, 
it, it turned into our library. So you probably right. I don't know what that setup was like, but it was it was a little bit different than what you have now. Absolutely, <laughs> my my actual office was out in the midst of all the other computer. I did not have a, an, a privacy office at all. And we were up. They had uh, the library uh, right off of, of that. And uh, you know what? It, it, it fit us at that time. But as we knew that we were going to grow, we had to transition. And uh, when the client services center opened, that freed up what was the, our old day room in the main mission building. And we were able to move the learning center down to the old day room which is where we're currently at now because we brought on the phase two of career development with uh, L.J. Dalton under her leadership. So that houses both departments of education and career development, which we know they both go hand in hand. Yes. So downstairs, how many labs or computer desks do you have? Because your day is really, I mean, it starts early and goes all the way through the afternoon. And you, you split your days up. And what I mean by that, you can't put everybody in the class at once. That's correct. So we have we have scheduling that, uh, that they go through uh, in order to uh, participate in the Learning Center. It is a mandatory part, so they do uh, have their own set times. Uh, we actually have 10 stations, 10 computer stations out in the general learning center, but then I have two extra stations in my office. And the reason for that is that we do not have joint classes. And what I mean by that is we don't put men and women together. However, if someone's working towards their high school diploma, they have to have a lot more time on the computer. So for instance, if I had a a lady that's working towards her diploma, she might have to be in during the men's class, but she is going to be in my office secluded mm-hmm. away. So there's no interaction in that and vice versa. Um, so uh, I actually have uh, four classes a day. Uh, three are for the men and then one is for the, uh, for the women. And the classes are 10. They're only an hour in length. Um, so the 10 to 11 11 to 12 and 1 to 2 are our men's classes. And then from 2 to 3 is uh, for the ladies' class. Well, you know, the interesting thing about your interaction with our guests, our residents, and the ladies is, you know, we have a lot of different departments here. Uh, you know, we obviously have the men's division, the women's division. Right. We have transportation, clothing, your department, LJ's department. You don't only do just the education part with them. And what I mean by that, Jack, is you have an opportunity to sit down and get to know the individuals as well. You probably get to hear problems. You probably get to hear and have opportunities to share Christ. Building that relationship with the the men and the ladies that come in and out probably is very important. Absolutely. Let me just share real quick. Uh, so a typical uh, a, a new resident that comes onto the program, and my first interaction with them, my the very first time I interact with them, I give them a writing assignment, and basically they're going to write me a paragraph on why did they come here to the Haven Arrest, um, and then another paragraph they write is why do they deserve to be here on the program, uh, and then there's if, what goals do they want to accomplish while they're why they are here, so they write that. That gives me the opportunity, once I read that, to set up the next day when I meet with them 
and I can discuss some of that. A lot of them want to have that relationship with Jesus or strengthen that. I always, listen, I'm not bashful. I come right out. I'm going to find out if they are born again a believer or not. And if they're not, I'm not going to browbeat them. But what I am going to do is I'm going to give them some reading material. And because ultimately we know that you have to make that decision on your own. Absolutely. Nobody can force you into that decision. That's right. But we can plant that seed and we can encourage that. And then on the flip side, if they already know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, then I want to encourage them that, listen, this is the time that you strengthen that relationship. And I believe wholeheartedly there's three things that we must do to strengthen our relationship with Christ. And that's read and study and memorize the Word of God, praying and fellowshipping with other believers. And, you know, th those are very important, very important. And I'd probably, uh, this could be an assumption, I'm sure some of the people that you interact with, whether it's a, a man or a lady, sometimes they might come in discouraged because maybe they are beating themselves up because they did not finish school. Absolutely. And that happens. I mean, because you probably see a lot of that. So that probably gives you... Uh, an opportunity to uh, talk to them and say we can kind of get through this and and work with them because I know you work hands-on with them. Right, correct. You know, one thing I will never, ever forget, um, when I first started here, it was Reverend Thomas, and basically he said that what I am, I'm not a teacher, I am a coach. Mm -hmm. And a coach to me is one that will encourage and motivate, and that's what I try to do. And so... With that being said, that is – and that first assignment, that writing assignment, it just opens the door for how do I take my next step? What do I do? How do I prepare to help this individual meet their needs and to encourage them and to motivate them? And I know your job goes beyond what I, I, I the classroom, I guess, uh, the computer, because, you know, there are times that – Maybe one of the guys is looking to get their driver's license. Uh, maybe maybe they need a lot to of them. Are. <laughs> a lot of them. And so you become a part of that on many occasions. Sure. I've, I mean, I've taken guys out that uh, seems like a lot of our our guys, and that they, um, you know, for whatever reason, they've lost their license. They've been suspended, and usually when they're suspended, they they uh, expire under suspension. So then they got to go back through the testing and all that, and. You know, not only myself, but there's a number of staff here. I, th I think of Jason and Eugene mm -hmm. that we, we've taken guys out in our own vehicles to let them drive, and then we take them over, and they take the uh, the driving test. And, and uh, you know, they're just so excited about that. Um, it, it's just another part of ministry. Yep. You know, meeting them at where they're – meeting them where they're at and just encouraging them, helping them, and saying, you know what, this is it. And, and that also opens up because we've taken that time outside of the classroom, outside of the Haven building, and they see that. And it's like, this is what we're talking about. So now that you have this, you, you've got this goal behind you. You've got your license. You've gotten your high school diploma or you've finished the, the – surround yourself with good Christian people. Yes. You have to change your crowd and if you do that, then, listen, things are going to be okay because it's that company. If What's it say? Bad company right. corrupts good character. That's right. So what do you want to do? And they, so we, we constantly have to, you know, we have to preach that all the time. 
because sometimes it takes you know a few a few times for them to get it and um uh, you know, we I, I remember one time, I think it was during a, one of the men's conferences we had here, and Jim Trussell was here speaking. Yes. And I remember him saying uh, the, the this one phrase, if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yes. And how true that is. And that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to convey to uh, the men and, and the women here is you, you have to have those good, positive role models in your life and, and things will Things will be good, and you know you, you know, with you having this opportunity to work with the men and the ladies, building relationships, building trust, building a relationship where they can talk to you and you can offer them some direction and advice. Obviously, is very very important. Oh, amen, and amen. I, and I know you've seen multitudes of men and ladies come through the program. Uh, we would love to say everybody's a success, and I say this. I believe it's a success in the fact that we shared truth with them, the gospel. Now, sometimes when they leave, we know because what you just said, they don't surround themselves with good uh, characters or people, and they fall back into some things. And we'll see them again at times. Right. And that's just that's that's reality. But continuously offering them hope and receiving them in and showing them God's love. I know that that impacts their lives. Amen. As we wrap things up here, uh, Jack, how can we pray for you and your department? Um, I would just pray that, you know, the, that the men and the women, when they come in, that they stay focused, um, continue to do what they're supposed to do, and, you know, more so praying for them that they make the right decisions and the right choices and that we're there to support, support them. There's not a person around that makes the best decision all the time. That's correct. You know, I just praise God that we have Christ in our life and that when we make a bad decision, uh, and I, I've made a lot of them, mm-hmm. but it hasn't knocked me all the way down. Mm-hmm. And I know that Jesus is there with his hand reached out to help me up and to hold me up and, and to continue to encourage me. And I want that to be me. So pray for me that I be that that light, that encouragement for the men and women that come into our learning center. Well, Jack, it's always a privilege to have you on. I know our listeners were blessed by what you had to say. So thank you for being a part of the program. Thank you, Reverend Kaiser. Appreciate that.